Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Welcome to the Corona Premier Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Presented by Corona Premier. With only 2.6 carbs and just 90 calories, it's the light beer you've been waiting for. Also presented by Edward Jones, making sense of investing. And by Erskine Park Golf Course, Elbel Park Golf Course, and Studebaker Park Golf Course. Now, here's Darren Pritchett. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Golf Show. Presented by Michelob Ultra, my name is Darren Pritchett. Great to have you on board. It is the final golf show for 2023. Our first show was the Saturday of the Masters, and we have rolled through the month of April, May, and now we are at the end of June. There's still plenty left in the golf season, but for us, this is our final show for 2023. I want to start off the show today just by... Taking a look back quickly at last weekend's stop on the PGA Tour as the tour was at TPC River Highlands in Cromwell, Connecticut. It was one of those designated events, so you got the best players in the world playing in this particular tournament. And this golf course has really been hurt almost, you could say, by technology as the scores are always extremely low at this event. In fact, you look at some of the happenings last weekend, Ricky Fowler shot a 60 in the third round. He finished in a tie for 13th as he recorded a score of 16 under par, but that was seven shots behind the winning score shot by Keegan Bradley, 62, 63, 64, 68. Patrick Cantley shot a 61 during the third round as an amateur, He shot 60 on this golf course. So if you were in the 70s, you were not making a whole lot of money up in Connecticut last weekend. For Keegan Bradley, a native of New England, a huge Boston sports fan, always dreamed of playing in this championship. And of course, not only has he done that, but he's also won the tournament. And after he knocked in the final putt on the 72nd hole, you could see how excited he was to win this championship in the Northeast, and he won it by three shots, a very comfortable victory for Bradley as Zach Blair ended up at minus 20 for the championship, three shots. And also right there was Brian Harmon, the left-hander, finished at 20 under par. Patrick Cantley and Scotty Scheffler once again in contention, both four shots off the pace at minus 19. Rory McIlroy continues to play solid golf. He put together four really good rounds, 68, 64, 66, 64, but still lost by five shots. His score was minus 18. Ricky Fowler edging closer and closer to winning for the first time in a few years. Had a chance, of course, to win the U.S. Open two weeks ago. And as I mentioned just a second ago, shot a 60 during the third round last weekend, but a tie for 13th, minus 16. But he's going to win very, very soon. He is hitting the golf ball so well. The new putter he is using 
obviously is helping him as his game is really in excellent form right now. He's doing everything but winning the golf tournament. But for Keegan Bradley, not only an important victory, his second win of the year, he had not won since the 17-18 PGA Tour season. And Bradley, who's made over $40 million in his career, is trying to push his way onto the Ryder Cup team. Now, that victory last week for Bradley vaulted him up to seventh place in the American Ryder Cup standings. That's important because the top six in points gained automatically qualify for the American squad for the upcoming Ryder Cup. He is knocking on the door of the top six. Now, let's set the stage for the Ryder Cup which will take place after the FedEx Cup Championship on the PGA Tour slate. This year's Ryder Cup, September 25th through October the 1st, a first-time venue for the Ryder Cup. It'll be at Marco Simone Golf and Country Club, and this course is near Rome, Italy. Now, the last time the United States won on European soil, you have to go all the way back to 1993, when the Americans won 15-13 at the Belfry. Who was on that American squad back in 1993? If you're a veteran golf fan like me, you'll recognize these names. Paul Azinger, Fred Couples, Tom Kite, Lee Jansen, Corey Pavin, Payne Stewart, John Cook, Davis Love III, Chip Beck, Jim Gallagher Jr., Raymond Floyd, and Lanny, Lanny Watkins. That was the group that won in 1993. So to offer a little perspective, two World Golf Hall of Famers like Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson never on an American team that won on European soil. And, of course, both of those guys are not going to be on this year's Ryder Cup team. Zach Johnson is in charge of the American squad. There'll be 12 members on the team. Six automatically get in, as I mentioned, the top six qualifiers. If the Ryder Cup cutoff point for points was right now, the six that would make it, number one, with over 25,000 points, is Scotty Scheffler. He is 12,000 points ahead of second place. And second place belongs to the new U.S. Open champion, Wyndham Clark. Despite being on the Live Tour the last three years, Brooks Kepka. Of course, that PGA Championship victory, a big reason why, but Kepka right now is number three in the Ryder Cup standings. Xander Shoffley, still looking for that first major. He sits in fourth place. You've got Patrick Cantlay, currently in fifth place in the Ryder Cup standings for the American squad. And right now holding the final spot is Max Homa who right now is sixth. So the cutoff point is the top six. Then you've got a battle for the final six spots. The captain, Zach Johnson, will get the opportunity to pick the other six players who would make up his team. Now, he's not going to take 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 in the point standings. But just hypothetically, these would be the six. Keegan Bradley, Jordan Spieth, long-hitting Cameron Young, Sam Burns, Justin Thomas, and Colin Morikawa. So outside of those 12 golfers I just mentioned, some of the players that are on the outside looking in right now of being in that top 12 
which isn't necessarily an important number. Again, Johnson can pick anybody, but just offering a little perspective. You got Will Zalatoris, who's injured right now. He won't be available. Ricky Fowler's 16th in the point standings, but the way he is playing right now, he would definitely be in consideration for a wild card pick. You've got the great Tony Finau, the defending champion at the Rocket Mortgage Championship up in Detroit this weekend. Finau right now in 18th position. You've got the rookie, Sahith Gala, right now in 20th position. The left-hander, Brian Harmon, is in 21st. So there's going to be some awfully good golfers, well-deserving, left off the list. And I am really curious to see if Fowler continues to play well over the next month or so, is that going to be a pick for Zach Johnson? Definitely someone to consider. But right now, it is a really interesting Ryder Cup team. I mean, you take a look at the top six. There is a lot of strength in that group. Scheffler, Clark, Kepka, Shoffley, Cantley, and Homa. And it's good to see Justin Thomas rebound. He had a very, very difficult U.S. Open and then came back last week in Connecticut, found his game 70, 64, 62, and 67 to finish in a tie for ninth place at 17 under par. It'd be good for the American squad if some of the big names like Spieth and Thomas made the team, but Morikawa, a major championship winner, has got to be considered. Keegan Bradley's got to be right now in the mix. He has played extremely well over the last year. And again, I think it'd be good for the American team if Fowler is on it, and he may just work his way onto that team. So it has been a long time since the Americans have won on European soil. Hopefully there's some momentum from two years ago. Not sure you can have momentum from two years ago, but the Americans absolutely clobbered the European team on American soil two years ago, winning 19-9. to That was the largest margin of victory in the Ryder Cup. You have to go all the way back to 1967. It's going to be fun to see how the Italians respond to having the Ryder Cup. Now, there's going to be fans from all over Europe coming to Italy for the Ryder Cup. It won't be just Italians, but it's going to be very fascinating to see the environment in Italy. And the Europeans might be a little grumpy after losing by 10 points. They just got routed by the American team. Something definitely to look forward to in late September as we're Kind of in the first month of the college football season, but the Ryder Cup is always must-see TV. I'm Darren Pritchett. This is the Golf Show presented by Michelob Ultra. We have more of our show coming up next on Sports Radio 960 WSBT South Bend. Michelob Ultra presents the Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, streaming live at WSBTradio.com and on our free WSBT Radio app. Good morning. I'm Darren Pritchett, the final golf show for the 2023 golf season. I want to spend a couple of moments talking some golf with a good friend, former golf show co-host Tim Firestone, now the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club and golf still surging. Once the pandemic hit, and one of the things you could do is go outside and play golf, tons of people re-picked up the game of golf or played even more golf if you're already heavily into this great game. And the momentum continues into 2023. Well, I got to tell you, I think that, you know, given everything in professional golf and uh, where golf is, it's definitely there's still an excitement to the, to the game of golf. 
the COVID uh, boost is still in full effect. Um, I mean, we today at Blackthorn, we had every single tea time sold till about 6.30 tonight. And that's just, for a Monday, is insane. And then tomorrow we've got 250 players. Th- Wednesday, almost 300 players. It is just absolutely incredible the number of rounds of golf that are being played. And I think it's everywhere. It's not just us. So um, I can't believe that this is where we are if we went back five years ago uh, today and had this conversation, um, you know, I felt like we were doing well. And now it's like, this is just uh, unbelievable how this resurgence in golf has taken place. And people that I just have never seen are out playing golf two, three times a week. You know what I mean? Um, It's incredible. With this resurgence in the game of golf, have you seen that same type of explosion with our younger golfers, the next generation of golfers to play at Blackthorn? We have, and I, it's, I've, I've noticed this over the last pretty much COVID, you know, where we are seeing a lot more activity with our juniors, um, whether it's lessons or coming out and playing and hitting a few shots with, you know, mom or dad and um, hitting balls on a range and um it's really neat to see uh, this younger generation um, take an interest. I think it's, again, though, I really do believe it's driven by the parents and either parents starting the game or getting back into the game. And, uh, like, a perfect example is my daughter, who I, my youngest, uh, who will be a sophomore next year. Uh, I couldn't – I own a golf course, and they, they would never come out and play. You know, they had the whole <laughs> thing to themselves for all these years, and now all of a sudden – She's gotten into it. She's hitting balls, you know, and practicing and, and going to go out for the golf team. And I'm like, I wish you would have started about six years ago. But anyway, <laughs> we're seeing uh, a lot more kids involved. Our junior camps, which we do have a few spots left, I wanted to mention. Uh, people can find out uh, information at blackthorngolf.com. Um, but we've actually added an extra week. Um, that's how popular it's been this, this, this mm. summer. So we're seeing record numbers of kids signing up, um, for the, for the golf camps. Um, and so, uh, couldn't be more thrilled about, uh, where we are with the game of golf right now. Is it all different type of skill levels for those junior camps, Tim, whether you picked up a club or if you've been playing two or three, four years, is this basically for anyone? Yeah, so this is age group 7 to 13, so it's pretty much from the very beginning to, um, you know, if you've played, um, you know, just with your mom and dad out or hit balls or whatever. But, but yeah, any ages 7 through 13 uh, are, are, are eligible to sign up and play in it. And uh, it, they do – our instructors, Randy and Matt, do a great job of having some fun and games. It's not – you know, at that level and of that age group, it's not – just all golf instruction there's a lot of fun a lot of different games a lot of prizes and then you know treats and pizza always make kids happy so that's what we've (laughs) learned with uh golf camp so and if parents want to get their kids signed up for these junior clinics what is the best way to go about that i right online it's very simple to sign them up uh blackthorngolf.com and uh it'll be either right there on the main page you can uh, click on instructions uh, our instruction, and you can sign uh, your your child up right there online. 
Tim, promise me one thing. When your daughter makes her first hole-in-one, you've got to come out to the golf course in the full Ricky Fowler orange trousers, <laughs> shirt, and hat, man. It, it's got to be the whole enchilada. Uh, I, yeah, I don't. I would. I'd love to do that. Um, <laughs> no problem at all. So, if she makes one, she'll tie me. I only have one, so that would be quite the story if she, you know, ties her old man with a, a hole in one uh, total. But the fact you're playing a lot more again, that means the pressure's on. She better get one pretty quick to tie you. She better. I've been close a couple of times this See? year, actually. So Uh-oh. she better get going. Uh oh, love the sound but, of that. Hey, and if people want to get a tea time at Blackthorn, or for more information, phone number, websites, what do you got? 232golf and blackthorngolf.com. Good to catch up with you, Tim. Thank you so much for your time, as always, and we'll see you out at the golf course very soon. That sounds great. Thanks, Darren. That was Blackthorn Golf Club owner Tim Firestone. One more segment to go on the Golf Show presented by Michelob Ultra on your home of the Fighting Irish Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Welcome back to the Golf Show presented by Michelob Ultra on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. My name is Darren Pritchett and this is the final segment for this season's Golf Show presented by Michelob Ultra. You think back to 2019, we had a major championship right here in our backyard at Warren Golf Club at the University of Notre Dame. They hosted the 2019 U.S. Senior Open, a great opportunity for the golf fans in our area to get up close and personal to a USGA event. And Warren was ready for the challenge, but unfortunately, the golf course was very soft due to some rain overnight before the first round and the scores were much lower than we anticipated in fact in that opening round in 2019 two players shot 62 steve stricker and david toms stricker would go on to win his first major championship as he posted 62 64 66 and 69 and set an all-time u.s senior open record for a four-round total of just 261. Well, Stricker has now won six major championships on the senior tour, and the 2023 U.S. Senior Open is underway up in Wisconsin. And Stricker is an individual that, of course, wants to win this championship, but maybe more than most because this is a golf course that he's very familiar with. He won in this golf course three decades ago. It's just down the road from where he lives, so he can drive to the golf course and back. Hey, it's in his home state of Wisconsin, so this would be a very, very nice win for the resume of Steve Stricker, who has just won U.S. Senior Open title, and that was back here in South Bend in 2019. Well, Stricker met the media this week, and one of the things he was asked, he never was able to win a major on the PGA Tour, but since turning to the Senior Tour, he has won six times. Different than the majors on tour, just because the point in time of career, uh, where I am in my career, you know, I, I'm kind of just enjoying things a little bit more. Back in, the, <clears throat> in those days when we were playing at Whistling Straits or Aaron Hills, you know, I felt probably more pressure. Um, now it's kind of like, okay, let's just go have fun with this and 
and um, I got a different perspective on life and golf lately. So it's just, it's just, uh, let's go have fun and see where it goes, you know, kind of thing. And that's kind of the way I'm playing. And um, you know, you can play better that way, I think. And uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, I got Nikki on the bag this week. She'll be here, and so it's just, it's just, it's been a lot of fun. So it's, um, I would say, it's a different kind of. Um, pressure then you know obviously i'm feeling pressure this week i want to play well i want to you know compete and try to have the opportunity to win but back then that's you know a different level i would say and i felt probably more pressure back then and one thing about stricker after winning the u.s senior open not too long after he had a very serious health scare but now back healthy once again and winning a lot of golf tournaments and here is stricker going into a little more detail about winning in Wisconsin, that possibility at the U.S. Senior Open. It's uh, it's a major championship, first of all. It's right here in our backyard, and I've had history on this golf course. So um, it, it'd be a really cool, really cool spot to win. It's great to be able to hop in your car, um, drive up the road, um, to compete here, you know, at a place that, um, you know, I won at, 39 years ago um it's it's pretty crazy that all this time has flown by but um yeah it's a special spot you know this was one of the first golf courses in wisconsin kind of like the new design kind of course um that we were able to play as junior golfers and uh, so it's pretty special to be able to come back here full circle right to to uh play a, a champions tour major out here is is pretty neat since breaking through at Warren Golf Club in 2019, winning all these majors, what has been the secret to his success? Uh, it's just about doing the same things that I've been doing. Um, and it's, you know, I think it's just been consistency for me. I've been doing pretty much everything fairly well, um, driving it in fairway, getting it on the greens. I've been putting better lately. Um, so, you know, just doing everything fairly well. You know, I don't think you got to do one or two things great but just if you can do everything you know pretty consistently uh and that's what i've been doing stricker who played his college golf at the university of illinois is now 56 years old he has 38 professional victories including 12 on the pga tour his best results in the majors at the masters a tie for six in 2009 pga championship in 98 he finished second a tie for fifth at the u.s open in 98 and 99 and the open championship in 2016 he finished fourth always known for hitting very straight drives not the longest player but a guy that had a tremendous wedge game and one of the best putters in the game. You take a look at his major championship history. I mentioned he's got six victories as a senior in 19, won the region's tradition and our U.S. Senior Open at Warren. He's also won the region's tradition two times since in 22 and 23. He has won the Bridgestone Senior Players Championship in 21 and his most recent major championship victory he won in a playoff against Patrick Harrington in May of 2023 at the KitchenAid Championship. This year at the American Family Insurance Championship, he scored 18 under par, and he won that tournament. But that was not a major, but that is his most recent victory back on June the 11th. So good luck this weekend to Steve Stricker as he tries to add another U.S. Senior Championship to that one he's got 
a very special win at the U.S. Senior Open at Warren back in 2019. Well, folks, that's going to do it. My name is Darren Pritchett. We really appreciate you joining me this year for the golf show. Thank you so much to our title sponsor, Michelob Ultra. I've only played golf three times this year, so now maybe with some Saturdays free, I'll get out there and hit the golf ball a little more like hopefully you have so far this year. Thanks to my guests and thanks to you, the listeners, for joining me on the Golf Show, presented by Michelob Ultra on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960, WSBT South Bend. This has been the Corona Premier Golf Show, presented by Corona Premier, locally distributed by United Beverage Company of South Bend. Also brought to you by Edward Jones, making sense of investing. And by Erskine Park Golf Course, Elbel Park Golf Course, and Studebaker Park Golf Course. Hear the Corona Premier Golf Show every Saturday morning at 8, or catch the podcast at WSBTRadio.com or on the WSBT Radio app. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 